This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Now, I said a lot of uh, games would be played during this election, and now we're starting to see them because now that Ford is officially in, the fear-mongering is well underway. A group called Lead Now has launched uh, a campaign, a full-on assault on Doug Ford called Never Ford. And they're pushing out all this fear-mongering clickbait, threatening that, you know, Ford will take women's abortion rights, create a dangerous climate for immigrants, take money from the poor. That's seriously the kind of stuff they're saying. And they call themselves nonpartisan, but they, they absolutely, viscerally hate anything to do with conservatives or conservative causes, period. They actively campaigned and bragged about damaging and taking the election from Stephen Harper. Um, And they do so by targeting ridings that they stack the vote. They took up causes like Omar Khadr. They fight pipeline development. So they, they market themselves as an advocacy group fighting for things like human rights and vulnerable groups. But they are not anything like that. They are a group of social justice warriors. And the most disturbing part of this is that they are foreign fighted, the foreign funded. They're getting money from the U.S., uh, from groups in Saudi Arabia, um, and they're fighting against Canadian interests, including Russian money. So this election campaign is now under assault. And you got to wonder, why is that allowed to happen here? I want to bring in Catherine Swift because she is with a group called Working Canadians. Catherine I think the the first question is why is this happening here? Why is it okay? And why is it, why are politicians turning a blind eye to all this foreign money coming in to fight Canadian interests? Well, I, I think a lot of it initially came in under the radar. Um, this wasn't any big splashy, you know, campaign that was headlined in the media or anything. It was done in a very sneaky underhanded way. Mm -hmm. These groups that like to present themselves on social media as, oh, just another bunch of guys, and, you know, we have opinions about this and that. And it it takes a while for people to figure out that this is actually a massively organized campaign, not just a random smattering of individuals on Twitter or, you know, Facebook or whatever uh, expressing their opinion. So it it took a while, but obviously the truth does come out. And this, this this whole campaign um, with Lead Now, and there's a group out west as well, but they're mostly active out west called Dogwood, just yes. for the record. You've probably heard of them. Um, but it, it really has only become very concerted uh, in the last few years. So this hasn't been around for like 30 or 40 years or something. And there's no doubt that social media, which again is a relatively recent you know, uh, tool to use, has really helped groups like this. So I, I can only figure, you know, initially they, they certainly didn't announce what they were doing publicly because they didn't want to. They wanted to be sneaky and, and under the radar. And um, But eventually, of course, the truth comes out. And the truth is coming out now. And we're seeing that these groups are not 
what they purport to be. Yeah, look, they're not nonpartisan because their visceral hate for anything conservative is obvious that they are, A, fighting anything conservative interests, whether it's pipelines, elections, and now they've got their sights set on Doug Ford. So they're going to go as hard at Doug Ford as they can. They've already said uh, some ridiculous headlines about him. But, you know, some of the groups, some of the people that are working them, I mean, I have been able to kind of link them right to the Liberal Party, the Provincial Liberal Party. This is not, this is beyond a conflict of interest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's no question. I mean, somebody really should explain why uh, the fo- some of the founders of League Now, for example, are now working in Wynn's office. Uh, like, you know, they're wor- they're working for the Liberals, and which begs the question: too. Then, where where is Elections Ontario? Like, well, it, w- no kidding. <laughs> and and this is not just Ontario, as you know. This is you know, it was a they they boast about having gotten rid of Harper. Uh, and but the real issue here, listen, any group is welcome to go out there legitimately say, I support X or I oppose Y or whatever it happens to be, and so on. But they're breaking the rules. They're breaking the rules by bringing foreign money into Canada. They're also breaking the rules by paying people to actually go out on the ground during election campaigns. And they will be out there in this coming Ontario election campaign, you know, no doubt about it. Uh, and they're and they're paying people to go and canvas and spread lies about the conservative candidates, promote the liberal candidates, and so on. And this money doesn't get recorded within the laws of election spending. So uh, the other thing, the other factor here is an awful lot of people involved in these things are in, are, are, are somehow employed or otherwise related to the so-called social enterprises and what these groups often are are taxpayer supported interest groups out there so they may be well be on the payroll of one of these groups uh, paid for by taxpayers and they're out there agitating uh, you know on behalf of usually a, a liberal politician or a liberal party so it's it's just a incestuous <laughs> little mess of groups that are using taxpayer dollars, breaking election rules, using foreign money as well, and all uh, in favor of the Liberal Party, and 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 not being honest about who they are. Well, and, uh, and yeah, and and in a time when you've got Russia as a threat, and we've got people, you know, worried about compromising our Canadian interests. I mean, this is what we're talking about. It's you know, this money, whether it's Russian money, Saudi money, American money, essentially coming into this country to fight against Canadian interests. Absolutely, and and of course, a lot of these groups. And if you go on, go on, you know, I'm sure you've done it. And hey, people, people should go on Lead Now uh, website, uh, leadnow.ca, for example. And they're not the only one, but they're one of the main drivers, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and see all the campaigns. They're all behind the anti-pipeline campaign. Right. They're all behind, you know, they're behind, they're, they're supportive of the, the millions of dollars given to Omar Qadar. They're, you know, there's, there's just a whole range of things that I think the majority of Canadians would have a great big problem with, yeah. that they are behind. And don't forget, too... <laughs> The unions, yeah. Unifor is a big, big uh, supporter of the lead nows and these campaigns too, and a lot of public sector unions. And once again, it's our tax dollars that pay these public sector unions to go out and lobby against the best interests of the majority of citizens, which to me is just... Well, it should be illegal. It should be well. It totally should. Illegal. It should. But if your group, Canadian uh, uh, working, working Canadians, Canadians, or if any right wing group out there, I mean, and welcome to tell me if they are. If it, I don't have an issue with you campaigning and doing your third, you'd be a third party interest. But if you're getting American or foreign money, that that is, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. 
it's wrong and I want exactly. it stopped. Oh, no, no, precisely. And we don't get one red cent of American or anybody else's money other than Canadian money. But, but no, and, and, and the other thing is, too, like when it comes to the unions in Canada, unions are some of the most privileged. Uh, they, are, they have some of the most privileged laws in the world. Dues are forced to be paid. An employee doesn't have a choice in a unionized environment to pay those dues. So they have all these immense privileges that bring them in collectively yeah. billions of dollars across the, the whole country, and they use this money to basically subvert our elections. Yeah. That, like I say, it should be illegal, and it certainly is disgraceful, and all Canadian voters and Ontario voters should know where these people are coming from and not, you know, you see a headline and, and you tend to buy into it if you don't, if you don't know the backstory. And, and unfortunately, well, I'm glad, I'm glad people like you are bringing this out, and there's more and more people in the media who, who are starting to talk about this, and we have to continue it, simply yeah. because people need to know what's really going on here and not buy this kind of stuff at face value. Yeah, not, not, if, not if we truly, because they disguise themselves as caring for democracy. And if, if you really start to look into it, what concerns me is that it's actually the very antithesis of, antithesis of this, is that it's actually a threat to the democracy, because it's, well, it it's stacking the elections. And these people, by the way, are all, all lining their own pockets. <laughs> yeah. And the politicians are like casting a blind eye, which concerns me. Right? <laughs> no, yeah, they are all pocketing bucks uh, because of the. Uh, sometimes they're using tax dollars, whether it's union dollars or whatever, and then they get a part. If they are successful getting that party into power, you can bet you, you'll see them on the payroll in the not too distant future. So it's not it's not anywhere near the kind of uh, happy social you know happy social cause that they like to present themselves as. No, and quickly, just quickly. Why hasn't the premier or why is Elections Ontario or Election Canada not acting? I don't understand because they are aware of this. As I'm They're aware of it. Yeah. They're totally aware of it. And I, I, I don't have the, the total answer to that. I wish I did. Uh, but I think part of it is that the, the, uh, a lot of institutions of government have become so compromised. Mm-hmm. We saw it federally when Trudeau was elected. We had public sector workers who are supposed to be nonpartisan mm-hmm. acting as if, you know, they just died and gone to heaven. Yeah. Uh, of course, the reality was they realized that they weren't going to get all the goodies they thought they were going to get ultimately anyway. Same in Ontario. The Liberals, whenever a party is in power, as long as these Liberals have been in power in Ontario, it tends to pervade the so-called nonpartisan public service. And I, I can only believe that that's a big factor, and that is why... But, you know, that is why we're seeing the, the whether it's procrastination or just uh, not acting at all by the part of these these parts of government that yeah. should be on this. They should be doing reports on it and saying this is wrong. We have to outlaw it. Yeah. Until just after after they win, they'll, they'll do it. <laughs> Catherine, I got to let you go. Thanks so much. We'll chat again for sure. Thank you, Alex. Catherine Swift is the president and CEO of Working Canadians. So we'll stay on this. I'll be interested to see what they do with their campaign. It is on, folks. It is on.